Welcome to NFL Mayo. It's game week. I am Luke. Stainer. Just kidding, it's Aiden. <laughs> what up, dude? Uh, Aiden's gonna gonna lead us into the week we've all been waiting for as I yeah. scan through and circle my picks for the week so he can never, the entire yeah. season, he can never claim that I'm like aping his pick or choosing mine depending on his. He can't, he can't call math. He can't cry foul. Okay. Because he lost well, a jersey bet. You're last, underestimating last my intellect. I always find a way to cry foul and play victim. Mm. Um, I just want to say that out loud. So secondly, how are you wanting to do this? Are you still wanting us to both pick them like live on air? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but, but I'm just you're marking mine so I can show you. Don't yes. show me. And don't you touch it. But I'm not. But you can see the circled numbers Dude, or the people. You just didn't want to use too much words. paper towel. This is also... <laughs> Also, night pod, so like energy is going to be way different and weird for everybody. It's okay, though. And honestly, my schedule is so crazy and hectic now that morning pods are going to be difficult because from what I've gathered is people keep trying to schedule meetings with me on the only morning availability I have, and then it fucks with the pod being in the morning. So like, we'll try to do Wednesday mornings, but people keep trying to fucking meet with me. So maybe it's going to be a Wednesday night pod. Wednesday Who knows? Night, you know, Wednesday night is still a nice move because then it's like we have like it's still a, it's still like having football if me and you are talking about football. So it's like yeah. it takes up another and night it's of the still week. the day before. It's such a good depression fighter if we have like days of the week that are numbered with football games. The more the better. By the time yes. our so, by the time our generation's running the world, Aiden, we'll have a football game on every night because everybody's gonna be so depressed. So You're fucking right. We're so used to ready-made content. You know I mean? All the, we are going to be really hot. Yeah. There may only yeah. be like a Indoor third stadiums. of us left. Indoor stadiums that everybody has to take the tunnels to. Luke, what if climate change kills off such a percentage of human population that we become viable NFL players in our young 30s? Just um, due to sheer number loss. So, like, All these athletes keep working out in the hot sun, dropping dead. So can you imagine what the... Uh, We're in the AC typing. Can you imagine what the uh, like the scab NFL was like uh, after Thanos did his snap? You know what I mean? Oh my like, goodness! Can you imagine like how shitty? Could you imagine if if Disney gave us the rights to do to do an adaptation spinoff football series based off that? I think about it, dude. There's like, listen, listen. Fucking write write your a own comedy. Destiny. Write your own destiny. We should do a spec script of uh of that as a Marvel What If episode, like because they're already I would, like I would doing. Be... Ready, they're made, already, and willing to do that. They're already done with season two. It'd be pretty funny, but it'd have to be like it's so not main character. They don't really. It, but hey, and if there's a will, there's a way. Um, why are we talking about so much weird and depressing shit when we have football tomorrow night? Yeah, we got my football fault. tomorrow night, and we have the pick'em sheet on hand. So, without on further hand. ado, Luke. The shit has hit the fan. A fly is in the ointment. It's like we've just been dropped into a vat of McDonald's Sprite. We are just fucking crispy and fizzling. Very crispy. Very crispy. We are ready for football all the time. NFL football's back. College football is more than back. Brian Kelly just lost in a really, really crazy end of the game fashion on a blocked extra point. It was wild. We have reporters calling him out and just basically blasting him. This guy, I'm not even going to get into that. If there's time, we'll do a college football corner. However, Buffalo at LA Rams, Thursday night, September 7th, or September 8th, tomorrow night. Luke, 
how do you want to do this? Do you want me to pick? Do you want? Okay. So lead us, lead us through. I've got Buffalo. You're, I, I, I also have the Buffalo Bills. Um, I, I think we're probably of the same mind as to why. Um, I yeah. think if to me it feels like Buffalo's here. What do you? I mean, like not their year to necessarily win the Super Bowl, but like people, people I respect like having them as Super Bowl favorites or contenders to go that deep in the playoffs again. I, I, I buy it. Like Josh Allen and this team is stacked and been knocking on the door for a minute. Um, yeah. the Rams, the Rams look a little old to me. Yeah. So the reason I'm going to pick the Buffalo bills is because they lost in such a heartbreaking fashion in the playoffs last year were to no fault of Josh Allen. He should have had every chance to keep competing in that game. And I thought it was bullshit to take the ball at it. Either of those QBs hands. And that's why I'm glad that they're trying to make alterations at large. And they did for the playoffs for overtime. However, there was no off-season rumors or conversations about negative things swirling around the Bills that I am aware of. They add Von Miller. There's no issues with Josh Allen. And on top of the fact that he's got all-world talent arm strength, he brings a physical and a rushing element that can get that can gut you through a tough game that Matt Stafford does not have, right now at least. And on top of that, we have seen a lot of conversations about Matt Stafford's elbow situation and his arm endurance. And though I don't think that will play heavy into the first game of the season, um, I think that they may be hesitant to try to put a bunch of throws on his plate and there's no rushing threat from him. I just think that added rushing threat from Josh Allen is enough to take him over the top in this game. Yeah, I have to agree. Like, and also, like, I was just listening. I think it was NFL Live yesterday, or or Sports Center. I don't know. Dan Orlovsky was talking about. Uh, I just did I don't like any of his takes. I mean, really. Well, anyway, Sam and Stafford Almost are never. friends. Um, and Stafford, had t- I guess, texted him and said that his arm was bothering him, but now it's it's looking good. I I don't know. I'm I'm worried about it. I'm conscious about it. This dude's been in the league a long time, and um, you know. There's nothing left. There's no. There's nothing left to prove. Like if they don't win the Super Bowl or go back, it's not the end of the world. But, um, I think that will be the case. Just because I don't see the arm. I I see the arm flaring up. I I don't think this is something right. that's going away. I, I think I, at, just at least at some with. point in the season. And I think it may be something that they have to start being cognizant of the amount of throws he's having per game. So here's how we, what we should do. So like then every All other pick. pick will alternate. As then I'll like that the person that says the pick will then say why and because that way I don't cut you off yeah. like I did on the last one. So you do this okay. one too. You can do this next one. <laughs> okay, I'll um, elaborate more. So next we have New Orleans at Atlanta. It's kind of hard to say at Atlanta. Um, I'm gonna take New Orleans in this one, and my reasoning is because. Jamie's is coming back, and though I don't think he's gonna be a world beater, I think that that offense has surprisingly good talent, especially when you factor in Michael Thomas coming back and Chris Olave coming in, both Ohio State receivers. And you think about the fact that that defense is still pretty loaded. The same defense that gave Aaron Rodgers fits last season, week one, and like blanked them. They've added Tyron Matthew, added Jarvis Landry. Um, I think that that team has much more talent than the Atlanta Falcons do. 
with Marcus Mariota at quarterback, and I don't even know if their first-round pick is going to be playing, Drake London. I should probably check my fantasy roster because I drafted yeah, I mean, him. Be sure that you do. Be sure Tyler that I do. Algier. But you know who else I got was Di- Damian Pierce for the Houston Texans, and they just announced him as starting running back. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's that snag, was projection. That was sheer projection by me. But yes, well, Luke, tell me about New Orleans versus Atlanta. Who do you have? I also have New Orleans for a lot of the reasons you stated. I don't see much happening in Atlanta. I think there's uh, some interesting things that we're going to find out about from Atlanta um, when it comes time to uh, give Cincinnati, Desmond Ritter, when it's time Mm. to give Desmond Ritter the ball. um, 6-7. I was trying to think of who he was. I'm like Cincinnati Bearcats. Um, (laughs) Once they give him the ball and, uh, you know, Algiers, that's the running back they got as well. Yeah. Um, yep. I think I think there's some like interesting youth going on over there, but I mean they're not even to the rebuild yet. Like they're still like, well, no, like, they're Mariotta's, preliminary. They're still going to be Mariota's the contracts. duct tape on the hole and stuff. And yeah, I mean it's I like Mariota, so I don't mean that in any way other than we're not going to find out anything new about him in my opinion. Uh, whereas the Saints have a lot of upside, a lot of upside. Jameis has a big Correct. arm. There's a lot of what people to throw to. You mentioned Olave, who I think is going to shine uh, sooner rather than later. So yeah, I'm. I'm. I, I think that's an. It's a lock. Um, it's a mortal lock. <laughs> okay. Next, we have San Francisco at Chicago. This will. This is where things you. get crazy. No. Yeah. So I'm gonna pick. You're gonna go each everyone. First, but you're going to explain first on alternating because I don't want to be influenced by your picks, but I do want you to. We'll, oh, so we'll you're picking live. I understand. I'll pick live every time because you've already picked and then we'll take turns elaborating in order. So I'm, I'm going to say. I'm not going to take time to edit all the dumb shit we've said tonight on this episode, but it is like people are going to be hilarious. like, these motherfuckers. All right, go ahead. Sorry. I picked Chicago. It's not your fault. Oh, wait, why is that crazy? Because I thought you were saying you're going to pick San Francisco. What's so crazy about you picking the team that you love? Because a lot of people think they're going to suck, and I think that Justin Fields, you, you, you do your pick. <laughs> Fuck! <All right. laughs> I, I'm just we curious. We ruined it! I'm just curious. Um, How do you want to do it, Luke? I fucking ruined everything. Just keep rolling. Uh, so I think I, that... Good. I obviously pick San Francisco. Um... I obviously pick San Francisco, but that's because uh, not not nearly not nearly to the extent of what I was just saying about Atlanta. Um, but the Bears are are still like, you know, first year head coach, uh, second year quarterback who's really getting his proper first year, if you ask me, um, with not a lot of weapons. Uh, I, I I don't know. I, I don't know. If Fields is gonna have to like make, you know, I've said it before, he's gonna have to make magic um, to get past a, a team that people seem to think is a, a Super Bowl contender as well. I, I, people don't people talk about these Niners with such reverence. That said, Kittle is maybe out. Have you heard about this? Groin, groin. What the fuck? Yeah. Talk to me about your Bears, Aiden. Why are they winning? So um, I don't think this is indicative of how both seasons trajectories will go for respective teams. I think this is going to be a shocker week one. Um, All off season. I thought that the 49ers were going to come in and blast us. However, I've started to have a downturn on, on my perceptions of Trey Lance. And I think our team mine upturns. 
Yeah, I think so that funny. our team is ahead of schedule based off what I saw in the preseason, based off of hustle, grit, and, and scheme um, on defense and on offense. I think it was competent and serviceable, and I think that defense is hungry for turnovers, and I've seen a lot of hands on balls from our defense. And I think that Trey Lance throws a lot of spotty accuracy passes. I think Justin Fields is going to be rightly angry that San Francisco passed on him in the draft, and he's going to come out with a full one, full rocked up, ready to go, and he's going to win that game, buoyed off of two turnovers on defense. Thank you, Trey Lance. Okay, I mean, look. Uh, That's my big I, upset of the week, I think. I like I like all the reasons you're stating, and I'm, I'm interested to see it because uh, we have to find out a lot about Lance. Uh, it's ostensibly his first year as well. And he has way less game experience, like a fraction of the game experience Justin Fields has all time for sure. Um, mm. So I, I'm, I'm all about the NFC North competing. If, if, if the NFC North can pull off a win against the San Francisco team, people are this high on good for you. It sucks for me um, as a Vikings fan. I hope, I sure hope, Luke. Next we have Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. So for this one, I'm going to take Cincinnati. I think that the roster overturn for the Steelers is going to be too much to overcome this early against the team that went to the Super Bowl last season. Um, Appendix or no, Joey is coming out to throw dimes, okay? You want to know something? I think think that... The quarterback I'm picking to win this game is going to be in the Super Bowl. Um, Mitchell Trubisky, starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers, has a has okay. a better chance of going to the Super Bowl in this this season than Joe Burrow, in my opinion. That's my hot take. I okay. think I think that Pittsburgh uh, is is going to surprise not me but some people. Uh, and I think Mitch being named captain by his peers, Mitch being named starter, you 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 need you need but a Mitch Trubisky uh, in in Pittsburgh, and you can go you can go do some stuff if your defense is rocking, or if your run game is Najee Harris, or if you have weapons at receiver, which at, like which he does. Um, I I've really good. I'm very high. That's a team. I'm very. You call me a, a Patriots backer but i i'm very high on on what can happen in pittsburgh with even with even the most um solid thrifty reliable of weapons moxie king where was this love when he was the Bears starting quarterback do you recall how high i was on mitch trubisky i was actually i i i was i it's like it's like voldemort putting the scar on harry potter i feared him so much that like that's I so fucking, funny like he had I, one good game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I just, like four I just had years a feeling. I, no, no, I just had a feeling. I don't know, and it didn't pan out there. But this guy, I think it was such a a smart career move to go back up Josh Allen, who is an elite quarterback, and learn uh, in a system and with a team that is hot and winning, oh, oh, just a full on different vibe. And not only that. Not only is it an upgraded organization from Chicago to Buffalo, at least in that time frame. I'm not. I can't speak on Eberflus and what's going to happen and what's to come. But uh, not only is it that, but it's also like the bright lights and the pressure gone, evaporated, nothing. Like it's not there. You are not the guy, and all you have to do is improve your craft. All you have to do is keep getting better. Endless reps. 
You know what I mean? Like, and it, are you I, saying? I think, go ahead. That the that the microscope lens is not firmly focused on him because I would argue it might that be would back be to the it, case I, if Kenny Pickett wasn't on the roster. I, I I'm they not want necess- him. They want I'm not, him. I'm not necessarily arguing that the microscope's gone. I'm just saying that uh, my argument and what I'm kind of alluding to is that the microscope. Uh, despite the size or the presence, that won't matter as much, because when you're a first round draft pick and you're getting thr- like thrust into the spotlight to to be the finally the quarterback to turn around the Bears, which hasn't happened ever, you know what I mean? That's it, and and that's a that's a whole different story. To go be a backup and get to learn and play a lot, and and an organization that is winning a lot, high high stakes, high rewards, big gains. Uh, and to be uh, for Mike Tomlin to be that high on you, that's everything to me. For for your teammates in Pittsburgh to be uh, that high on you, that's pretty fucking huge too. Uh, especially when you're coming in right after a guy named Ben Roethlisberger just left the building. I, I don't know, man. I, I I have good feelings about it. Yeah, I speak as Bears fan, singular and plural. Um, I couldn't agree less with the Mitch Trubisky take. You know, I just don't think he's got it. That's fair. And I also think that if I were anybody of note, I would get taken to to the fucking woodshed for saying that I think Mitch Trubisky will be in the Super Bowl before Burrow this season. I think that people you would know, kill me. But I'll I'm, say I'm this. To, I have a feeling. I don't know. Pittsburgh think, is not somebody you doubt. I think that they will play more to his strengths than the Bears did. And I think he has two viable contested catch receivers. I think um, – Though I'd hate Claypool, I think he's very solid, especially going up and getting it. And I really think George Pickens is going to blow up this year. I think that madman is going to blow up and just compete for awards for the way he just shoves people off the fucking ball, just puts them on their ass, dude. I don't know, like in run blocking, he did it in college too. And you know what he's doing? He's starting a stem, and then he's getting them to like, like you know, plant back. He's setting it up perfectly, and then just fucking bench pressing them onto their back. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and if I'm being disrespectful to the to the the Super Bowl appearance, Bengals, you know, I'm, I apologize, but I just have a, I don't know. I think they're gonna lose to Pittsburgh. Let's move on. Yeah, New England at Miami. I have Miami in this one. Who do you have and why? I have the New England Patriots. Uh, for a similar reason, I'm gonna go ahead and 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 say that. All the fear about who's calling plays in, in New England isn't going to matter. And I'm going to go ahead and say that Mac Jones has elevated his game and is in a more leadership role, stronger presence in the locker room. He had a rookie season last year, unlike the other guys we were talking about, that was like a third-year vet I like and, one, and, and somebody you can rely on. Um, doing that for Bill Belichick, that's that's also no small feat in the wake of having to be Tom Brady's, uh, you know, finally fulfilling that shadow, or, uh, you know, walking in that shadow, filling in those shoes, so to speak. Uh, I think the world of that organization, and I think that Miami, I love the head coach, I love Tua, and I love Tyreek. I don't know if they put it together week one against the Patriots. I don't know if that's where you put it together. I think Miami's defense is going to eat Max Clam Chowder, Luke. I think they're going to come in there and they're going to make that kid look unsettled. They're going to get a heavy pass rush. Secondary is going to get hands on balls. And I think Tua will do just 
enough, which may be as much as he's even capable of to get the win, especially with Tyreek. They're going to get that that soft ball out of his hand quickly and into the hands of the playmakers. I'm not going to be angry to see Tua succeed. I'm not going to be angry if, if Tua hits fucking a deepie to Tyreek. Like, that's going to be cool. I, I want the Dolphins to be good and stuff. But <laughs> the fact of the matter is, if this were the Dolphins playing somebody else, I would maybe, I would maybe go that way. But uh, there's something to the fact that you go into the game as a Miami Dolphin – and you're playing the, the 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 Patriots. They have owned their ass, dude. Like, I mean, I don't know the percentage isn't in front of me, but it's got to be like fucking eight hundred. Like, you know what I mean? Like eighty percent Patriots winning those. Like, it's it's got to be just brutal. I think that doesn't necessarily. Um, I don't know if that necessarily goes away. Not at first. I get it, and you pick historically, and that's why you beat the shit out of me last year. I go off vibes, and I go off feels. So I understand. I'm just saying, like, this Miami team has a boatload of talent, and though I just find it funny because people are always trying to to talk up to and say, he throws the most catchable ball, and I'm like, yes, yeah, because he's throwing it like a Nerf ball. It's like the softest right. ball I've ever seen. Yeah, it's However, amazing. when you add all of these, like, super fast talented skill players all around him you can scheme things up to get the ball out of his hand and into their hand very easily and then they can get you yards that you need absolutely and i think that is going to be the difference because i don't think mac jones in the in the new england running attack is necessarily going to be getting yards easily with the way that they've been playing I mean, I can see that. I get it. I, Moving I'm, on. It's going to be an awesome storyline to watch. I love a good divisional matchup. A lot of good divisional matchups. I know, especially in the NFC North, and we'll get to that. So Baltimore at New York Jets. Uh, I'll pick and explain, and then you can go. I'm going to choose Baltimore. <laughs> That's And, you know, I don't even think I would pick the Jets if Zach Wilson was starting. And it's not. It's, it's Joey Flacco. However... I think this Baltimore team's just a much better organization at this point. <clears throat> and though the Jets have been adding a lot of blue chip talent, I don't think that they're going to be ready to beat this kind of a team this early, even at home. No, no, dude. Uh, it, it's the it's the Jets because of Lamar Jackson. Uh, or I'm sorry, the the Ravens because of Lamar Jackson. <laughs> I said that backwards. Was this Madden? Oh, yeah. Uh, there's they don't stand a chance it's very very cool to uh storyline wise that flacco play the ravens i like that um similar to the game we have coming up with baker mayfield um but i i really dig it but no 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 chance no way in you're right even with even with zach wilson um this team's a ways away holy shit they have talent (laughs) but they're not there yet no um next we have jacksonville at washington let me ask you let me ask you what do you think happens? Do you think uh, predict if Lamar has a contract by Friday? It seems like Friday is his deadline, and then he's not talking about it till the season's over. No, no, go into the season without a contract. Wow, I I think he's got to. I think they're gonna give him. I think they're gonna give him the fucking all the king's horses and all the king's men by Friday, and then. I mean, it's just foolish not to it, it, like, how can you watch, how can you watch a team give Deshaun Watson what they gave him and not give it to Lamar Jackson? If you're the Ravens, well, maybe like they're not asking for that. And he's wanting something more akin to Pat's long deal. That's like half a, half a billion dollars. 
I think he's looking at Kyler's deal and he's looking at Deshaun Watson's deal and he wants He's got to like get that. paid a commiserate salary, but I'm saying he may be looking for a long-term deal which they may be hesitant to hand out cuz he plays a more physical style. I don't know. I th- I have a feeling. I mean, we're all speculating. I I had never thought of it that way. I thought it was like a number they're not they're not offering. And he's like, "Here's the number I want and they won't come up to it." That's how it sounds Maybe. to me. Because I saw like somebody like tweet at him about like <clears throat> or tweet like I can't believe the Ravens offered Lamar Jackson this amount of money. I can't remember. Yes, what it was. and he said and they. He didn't. was like, "No, they didn't." Like I think it's stuck on a number. Like that's how it read to me. But I, I'm making a lot of that up because I'm filling in blanks in my head, and and that's how a lot of this works. It's speculation, but um, I'll be intrigued to see. We'll talk about it next week for sure. Keep, let's. Keep yeah, going. that's a that's a. A narrative that we got to keep track of. So we have Jacksonville at Washington. Um, I have Washington. Who do you have, Luke? I also have Washington. Um, I think it's just a, <clears throat> a matter of, you know, I trust, I, I, you know, Doug Peterson's there, and that's awesome. And I don't not trust Doug Peterson. He's got a lot, he's a good coach, got a lot of great experience. Um, I, I have a feeling he's probably still, uh, getting some roots laid there with the organization there with his, his very talented quarterback. Uh, they have a lot of weapons. I think that Lawrence and ETN and it, keeping Peterson around uh, at head coach and, and seeing what you get, like they can put together with that squad is, is going to be hot. But I think um, a head coach like Ron Rivera, uh, an experienced quarterback, despite what you want to say uh, in Carson Wentz, and some some intriguing weapons like McLaurin. <clears throat> excuse me, McLaurin is an absolute freak, and I think Dotson could pop off this year as well. I like it. Um, well, my other than the points you made, obviously, mine's just going to boil down to I think that even without Chase Young, the Washington Commanders defensive line is just going to harry uh, Trevor Lawrence the entire game, and he's going to be constantly under pressure. And I don't know if an overpaid Christian Kirk is going to be the outlet you think he is. Okay, I like it. I like it. I think. Um, I think being competitive. I've all, I've I've backed that pick. You can go back and roll the tape. I I, I think that pickup is smart, uh, based on what Trevor Lawrence could do with it. I understand the move. Um, you know that yeah, they're man. over this. They're over the cap, like now and next season, right? Well, then. Lawrence and the Bears have a hundred million. They have a hundred bears are going to have a hundred million. And all I'm saying is two divergent paths for rookie QBs with Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields who have been linked since, since high school. And I don't even think that the bears are that far off in terms of their performance this year from the Jaguars. We'll see. But next year the bears are going to have a hundred million and the Jags are going to be cutting guys. That's fair. I think if you, I think if you, if you look at the math, look at that division, like, who is it? Like so, you got the Texans got the and Davis Titans. Mills. You've got the Texans. You got the, you've got the Colts, and you have the Colts. It's like Matt Ryan is a band aid. They don't have anybody there. Lawrence. They is, got the is, best uh, running back, arguably in the league, though. You do, but I'm just saying, like based on the people that you're betting on, if you're betting on Lawrence and receivers to be uh, in offensive <laughs> weapons to be your thing, you're gonna outlast Matt Ryan, no problem. They have to fill that hole, not you. You can overtake the Colts soon. Um, then look at the look at the Texans. Davis 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 Mills is serviceable. He's been he's been good and and 
you know, I, I, but I don't think he has anything on Trevor Lawrence. If, if they can mold a team around Trevor Lawrence, the Jaguars can beat that team as well. Then all you got to fucking worry about is the Titans. That's a tricky little bitch right there. Malik Willis could extend their window. Yep. And Derrick Henry is something the rest of them just don't have. While the running game is very, very strong in Indianapolis, Derrick Henry's a bad man. Not forever. And running back shelf life. I don't is even not know how many long. more seasons he has in him no. at, the, at the clip that he's been going at. Um, I'm saying so let's, this is this could be a wide open division, and ja- the Jaguars are kind of like hedging their bets on that math, in my opinion. My headphones just, just gotta, said they have ten percent battery left. The fact of the matter is, though, the short math: <laughs> if you win your if you win your division, you're going to the playoffs. So, like, that's all they have to do. Yeah, I think they're going to get third, though. In their division maybe this year but maybe not next year when they're hurting for money they might be winning and it all works out next we have a very fun one a hollywood narrative for my hollywood boy we have cleveland at carolina luke i Delicious. have cleveland i take cleveland because i think miles garrett and his his compadres are his gonna brood. beat the absolute shit out of baker mayfield oh no. and i think that the rushing attack for Cleveland on offense is going to be enough to put them over the top without a superstar QB. Um, and on top of that, I just think that this Panthers organization is not very great. Here's what's up. I regret picking the Panthers because those are all really good picks. Those are all really good points. Uh, I think you're right, but I'm going to go with the Panthers just based on the no Deshaun in Cleveland and Baker having some juice and McCaffrey this you only you only get one guaranteed week of McCaffrey at a time <laughs> you're <laughs> you know damn what I mean? right and you may not even get the whole game so, you get one guaranteed active so, you know this is like this is like this is a unicorn moment and i think they can use it to their advantage at home against the browns um, you think Iki Aquanu is going to be able to block Miles Garrett and Jadavian I'm not saying Baker can't won't take hits, but guess what? Baker was taking fucking fucked up hits every down, anyways. So it's not like he yeah, can't and he take was it. really bad last year. He was injured last year. He's not injured. Yeah, they're anymore. gonna injure him again. Well, if they re-injure him, they have Sam Darnold fucking incubating for his fucking grand return. So everything is he chill. out right now? He is. That's why he's incubating. But he can't come in. We're no, not this right week, now. You goofball. No, it's going to be like when Nate Sudfeld showed up like, hey, guys, in the fucking Dude, front row of hard knocks. with his in. No, I'm just kidding. But, yeah, he came in, and they're like, hopefully they get David Blau back on the practice squad this week. Oh, shit, oh, man. man. Nate Sudfeld's here. We lost fu- him. God damn it. That's the worst case scenario, man. Yeah, Minnesota in division. Didn't even know <laughs> you were here, Nate Sudfeld. You really are here. You took the red eye. Those who don't know yet, we're impersonating Dan Campbell from Hard Knocks. Okay, next we have Indianapolis at Houston. I don't even know if we need to talk about this one too much. I think this is going to be Indianapolis. Yeah, me too. Let's move on. Philadelphia at Detroit. Um, This is a good time to talk about Hard Knocks. However, I'm taking Philly in this one. I think Philly is going to be good this year. Yeah, unfortunately. Here's I don't thing. think that the Lions are going to be good this year. Let me just say that. I I have so here let's I got to I got to like bridge my two Lions takes because my Lions take my my mean seething Lions take to you in the offseason 
was they're going to best you in the NFC North and be third, and your Bears are going to be fourth. Um, I could see it. I could still see that happening. Uh, and I, but like, kind of like what I've been saying in Hard Knocks, like just you know, like it, it, I love it. I love everybody's excited. It's very cool. I see the news that uh, this is the first non-Thanksgiving sold-out standing room only like game, home yes. game in Detroit. I mean, in like decades, like it's it, it's insane. Um, many many years. So that's amazing. That's beautiful. It's gonna be rocking in there. There's gonna be some home field advantage at Ford Field. That's awesome. I don't know if it's going to really matter. Unfortunately, there's a lot of weapons going on in Philadelphia, like a lot of weapons. And yes, AJ Brown's been added. Jordan Davis, the most athletic big nose guard I've ever seen in my life. who could probably play three technique and wreck shop. And you have Nicobe Dean, who I think is the steal of the draft. Like they're going to wreck Jared Goff, who is taller than Marshall Mathers thought. <laughs> Which I but, think is uh, weird. Cause like, Gat- I want to say, tall. I want to say this to you, Luke. Um, this is an observation that I had. Dan Campbell looks like and sounds like the kind of guy that quite often starts talking with no planned like structure to what he's about to say and just kind of finds what he's saying. And that's why the things he says are so outlandish. Like and the one time they tried something. to pin him down to something that was longer than like two sentences and would carry weight for the season. It wasn't just a one-off football comment on the practice field he literally sat there for like 55 seconds and blinked and scratched his face and then didn't answer so that's what i'm saying and it totally backed up my my sentiment that i had was that this guy does not know what he's saying when he talks and when he has to be cognizant of what he's saying he gets in a fucking precarious situation brother here's here's uh here's what i would say to that um a or let's see, point A of why it doesn't matter is that this guy is a uh, is an emo- is a feelings guy, is an emotions guy. He's 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 putting in a system that is um, it's it's tactile. You can feel it. You know what I mean? Like it, it's it's not it's not a, a verbal thing. And you know what? Football is not a verbal sport. It's it's uh it's physical. It's out there moving, and it's it's something you feel in your bones. You know what I mean? This is Dan Campbell. So you get good TV is is point B, like because of the of the way his mind works. Which believe me, I don't I don't know, but I love every minute of it. Uh, you get some of the most intriguing, uh, intriguing phrases, intriguing quotes. looks, quotes. Like I I think I think HBO d- uh, did some people dirty, including him here and there. Like. By leaving I, the camera is, on them and such. Oh man, what a! It's almost like either either they're in the editing room leaving a camera on Dan Campbell without cutting for fifty two seconds while he thinks of that. Either you are leaving it because you think it's artsy as shit and you're the best editor and you love the take and you're and you're in love with your art. And if that's the case, my God, I'm into it. If that's the case, I I applaud it because I I I've, I know where I know what that's like. I know what it's like to love your take, and that's the way you wanted it to be. But if you're doing it for the malicious reason, which is unfortunately the outcome of that take, which is everybody thinks he looks like kind of I don't know. Spicy. My girlfriend asked. I had her watch it because she walked through the room while I was watching it live, and I paused it, and she asked if he was okay. 
Yeah, I mean, it's a... Because it is an abnormal way to handle something. Even if you are really stuck and don't want to say something that people are going to pin you down on later. Like, goddamn, man, it was kind of a softball question. You have so many different football analogies you could throw out there. You know what I mean? If they filmed... If they filmed that the way it was aired like if they filmed that like after he'd have to had to go through all those cuts and his mind's like fried and all this stuff and also if if they did it in such a way where you know he's like this is film i can it, this is not a press conference i can give an answer and they'll they'll cut it you know what i mean maybe he thought that i don't know but like i, I can make up as many excuses in the world to, to and and uh keep on loving dan campbell it's no problem and also i'll say that hard knocks got me great by season the balls got me by the balls this season i was staying up the night like when it would drop at 9 p.m for me and like watching it. i was feasting on it um that doesn't happen a lot especially with that show anymore uh, not in a long time i have i've had a hard time clicking with it um i think the the lesson learned is they should keep going for underdogs i don't think i'm gonna get these same good vibes when it yeah comes to let's Arizona. not show me the fucking rams yeah rams i think i think the takes anytime give me the bears next year baby bears would be great that'd be a that'd be an excellent an excellent place to go keep it in the nfc north let's they, they should do that just bounce around divisions fucking so i loved getting a glimpse of the vikings because david blau went there it was really nice to see our camp that is cool um unfortunately my headphones are dying luke so we're gonna have to speed along this is not this was accidental you know but you don't have any other headphones it'll throw off everything yeah so okay. new york giants at tennessee I've got Tennessee in this one. I think this Giants team is going to just be downright bad. I don't think they have a quarterback that can do much. Um, even though they have Saquon Barkley back, I'm just not a fan of Daniel Jones. No, I'm I'm with you. I, I um I I think Saquon will have a good game, um, and I think that'll be that'll be great. But I don't know if that'll be enough uh, to overcome it. Uh, I think you're right. I think Tennessee wins at home here. And I would love to see Saquon have a great game, but I also can just see that Tennessee mauling defensive line just eating him up every play. Like, I, I hope he has a good game because I love him. I have a feeling he's going to have a good season. I feel good about Did Saquon you, this year. Have you seen on Twitter when Saquon went to Serena's match and he was, like, getting really into it and animated on each hit for the tennis match? No. That's oh, awesome. dude, you got to look it up. And somebody tweeted it, quote tweeted it, and said, I know, I know when somebody has skin in the game because uh, the way he was watching it and getting into it and cheering oh so funny man you gotta look hilarious. it up okay i thought you were gonna next, say it like you didn't want him to like hurt his knee or something no next we have green bay at minnesota and luke you may be surprised because i'm gonna pick minnesota in this one. Oh wow and the reason i'm picking minnesota yes, is because if me. you recall Regale last me. season the saints absolutely obliterated the green bay offense and it you know, it was like an off week for them. I think that the Vikings have a good defense, and I think your offense is going to be popping week one with Justin Jefferson ready for blood. I think that there's too many questions at receiver for week one on the Green Bay Packers, and I think there is literally no questions about Minnesota's receiving core. There's no questions. There's only fucking answers, Luke. I like that. Wow. I like that a lot. That sounds good. Uh, I there's agree. only answers, Luke. I, I mean, I agree, man. I I firmly agree for all those reasons. I think also um, 
Anywhere you look, I mean, our, we have Dalvin Cook with Madison and, and Nwangu to, to back him up. Those are two speedsters. The addition of Jalen Rager is going to end up being very valuable. He's already slot, like slotted in, I believe, a starting punt returner. Um, and, and people I got him to, dropping one first down. That's okay. That's okay. And, you know, man, like, there are people, there are people, but Kyle Brandt, I believe, on NFL Network this morning, was his pick for uh, MVP was Kirk Cousins. And he's not the only one. It was. Like, people Two are, people picked Aaron, though, to be fair. I mean, Aaron makes sense. He wins MVP. But, like, dude, Kirk Cousins, for the answer, thrown to the answers you talked about, Kirk Cousins, who doesn't throw too many interceptions, uh, I don't know, man. In this new Kevin O'Connell offense, this could be this could be everything I've ever dreamed of. This new regime, it's very clean. I'm turning 30 soon. Brand new Vikings team. A uh, lot of new faces. Kind of same deal with Notre Dame. A lot of, lot of, lot know, of fresh starts. I am excited that you are turning 30 at the end of this iteration of the Vikings where you're in an in-between phase where you're going to have to pay Justin Jefferson. Kirk won't be the answer. And you're just stuck in this quagmire of mediocrity while you also have to watch the bears rebuild the right way with, with a rock star quarterback, you could have traded up to get. Um, I'm excited that you're going into your thirties to, to view that it's going to be a decade of misery. My friend, I, I disagree, man. I, I, I think that's very funny. You're a very funny guy. Aiden, very <laughs> handsome. Ha <laughs> ha, you're very funny. You fucking very funny Very good person. looking guy. Uh, usually uh, put we put a put a, put $10 in the kitty at the end of the year. We have we a have party a at my party. place. Maybe we <laughs> won't bash. be late if you win. Oh, my God. It's so crazy. Well, uh, I don't think it's about wins and losses. This is a Brian Kelly press conference reference. Okay. Everybody knows. Okay. So we both do. We both have Minnesota in this one. Uh, yeah, man. I, I, you're gonna be hard pressed to find me uh, vote against them this year, especially because we look good. We look good. I think it's gonna be a good year. I think we could win. I think. I think we will win the NFC North. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Um, next, we have Kansas City at Arizona. I think this could be a very fun matchup. However. Even though they don't have Tyreek Hill anymore, I've got Kansas City, um, even on an away game. Uh, yeah, it's tough um, because I, I do think Arizona is going to be great, but it's Kansas City. It's Mahomes. No D-hop. There are, there are some times – yeah, great point. No D-hop. Um, Kyler got his money, so you know he's playing heavy video games. He already me got and Kyler are about to play Halo like right now. Slayer. Right now. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. waiting in the lobby angry right now. Yeah, he's okay. like, what the fuck? Las Vegas at LA Chargers, Luke. In this one, I have the LA Chargers. And not to, not to ride my friend Brad too much, but I think that this team has a fuckload of talent. And though there's been an addition of uh, Devontae Adams to this Raiders team, and they are rock solid, the rock solid Raiders, I think the Chargers win, even though they don't even have a very good home field advantage. I think that they're just going to come out guns ablazing, pass rush heavy with Khalil Mack. Um, I think that these Vegas Raiders are going to pop the fuck off. I think Derek okay. Carr... Derek Carr has been catching strays for like two years uh, over this. You're gonna keep that motherfucker? Yeah, like Derek Carr has been catching strays, and he's such a he's such like a like 
That wasn't me. That was a quote from uh, the Super Bowl champion multiple which six came times, around Tom Brady. Again. Yeah, by Tom Brady, which came around again. It was confirmed recently. that he was talking about Derek Carr, by the right, way, by Dana White. And it's like, I don't know, man. I, I, I think, uh, I think that that's a nice, solid QB, if not above average QB, who is also a, a genuinely good dude by all accounts. Uh, who seems Except to care when about he people. has a black vest on in Snapchat, ready to go January sixth to fucking something. Is this fucking real? He did. He did have that black vest with like the American flag on it that he sent a picture of at one point, but I don't even remember the context. I he didn't storm we'll the Capitol though. No, he did not storm. Okay, the Capitol, okay. I was making. I was joke. like, holy shit, because like I just think this connection between him and Devontae is going to be so real, especially yeah. against somebody like uh, you know the Chargers are. are, are everybody's very high on him and rightfully so but i just think that uh the raiders are not to be not to be trifled with this season and they're gonna they're gonna change a lot of minds and they're gonna really wash the taste out of their mouth uh from like this uh weird false start this weird vegas false start with gruden and everything else this is so funny i'm sorry i have to i have to elaborate more because it's been a while since it happened but he on Instagram sported a bulletproof vest with an American flag on it that said it's that time again. What the fuck? And it was on the day of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris's inauguration. Holy and then someone people called him out shit. and said, What's your what's your connotation? This is implying I'm going to work out. I'm it's that time again to work out. But that's why I make the reference because it's kind of clear to me. Whoa. Yeah, so I don't uh, feel like I was that far off with my comment. Looks like he's I mean, a good you're clean doing boy. Doing some guesswork, you don't know that for sure. But do I think Derek good. Carr stormed the Capitol? No, but I, I, the, what I no, said, I don't think so if, you, if you go back, I said he was going to January sixth something. I was using it as a verb. <laughs> we don't know what he did that way. January sixth could be anything. Um, no, here's my thing: Tampa is Bay, this, Dallas. I'm not, def- <laughs> I'm not defending the guy. It looks bad. I didn't know this. He said it's that time again, Luke. You know what? Chargers. No, I, I'm keeping my pick. Raiders. You have to. You have uh, to stand by what you said. I know it sucks. I didn't. I didn't mean. When will the When will the controversy end in Vegas? <laughs> Tampa Bay at Dallas for the evening game on Sunday night. I've definitely got Tampa Bay in this one. Do you I don't really even give a fuck? I do. Really you do, really? Yeah. I, I don't, don't care if he looks like he's melting. Did you I hear don't. that there was? Talk that potentially Giselle was very angry with him and took an impromptu like long vacation away, like to like some like premium spot. I don't know, but she was mad that he came out of retirement. I didn't hear anything about that. But look, man, if you it when a guy publicly says that, like you know, it's very important to think about his future now and 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 how it would be like a waste to miss out like spending these formative years with his children and stuff. And then to completely go back on it publicly is, I mean, I could understand how a wife could be mad at a husband for that as a married man. Like that's a, that's a Can choice. Can I ask you a real question, Luke? Yeah. Is one year of your children's life and time with your wife equal in value to a shot at a Super Bowl? I mean, one year. I mean, when's enough going to be enough? You got seven. However, is that, is that once, what it's you all get, about? once you get as a lot of them, I feel like you should have left. But I'm just saying, like, if you I, haven't got it yet and you're in. Ugh. 
Luke the host of NFL Mayo? No, win the Super Bowl. But like Luke the 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 guy who also has a ring on his finger can say all can, all I can say is I understand if this is the reasoning I understand a wife being mad at a husband over that. That's all I'll say. Because Someday. that is a very public because it's not one season, Aiden. This is what twenty three seasons. No, I know. Like, I was trying to make a a broader question, but then I then I immediately was like, wait a minute, this fucker's won so many of them, and he's been in the league forever. Of course, they should be angry. They've prove. given him so I think much they're on leeway. A down tick, and I don't think and as, Luke, as good of a coach Bulls could be great, but I don't know. You man. have to understand that once climate change. Um, eliminates all athletes and we ascend to the NFL caliber players that we were born to be. You know that at some point we're going to have to do like a, a, like the spread on Playboy. We're probably going to be in the same one. And I'm talking these. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm talking sure. these. And I'm talking the body issue, Luke. And we're going to be just holding penance over our midriff. Chris Carter penance. <laughs> Can you imagine this? I'm imagining it vividly. Like I'm, I'm picturing, I'm, I'm, all, I'm over the ball. I'm on ball. I'm, I'm down. I'm playing center, and Aiden's, Aiden's coming up from behind. Just, not, it's shotgun. He just give me a tap to let me know he's there. I'm shotgun. I tap him on the side of the hip to let him know that we have an alert. Mike is right. crowding the line. I'm gonna take three steps back. Where is the POV for the camera? It's, hit. it's from the grass. It's from the grass on the ball. Right under you, and we're and we're naked the whole time, right? This is the body issue, yes. Okay, I, w- I would. But love the ball is happen. the ball is obscuring your privates because, well, but, but not of the, the way footage. that. But no, like, but we see somebody but at they ESPN don't is watching all of it. Like somebody at ESPN is watching our body issue footage and like looking at our ball sacks and stuff. I don't care. And me, I signed a waiver. They paid me well for it. I'm wiping my hand on the towel like it's a like it's a hot and heavy weather game, and that's just covering me. Do you think that like Do you think there would be public outcry over this? Like from like if guys if there's like toxic dudes in the world that can't handle She Hulk, do you think they could really handle me completely naked snapping the ball to a completely naked quarterback <laughs> in the I body issue? I don't think issue? they would ever even look at it. I think they would only look at the body issue to see the female. They athletes. aren't watching She-Hulk. They just need the headline and then they're livid. So somebody is going to be mad that we're body positive? Somebody's going to, somebody, no, some, some homophobe is going to hate our guts because we are so in tune with our, our friendship and our, and okay with each other's bodies, both clothed. And we unclothed. did the same spread for the CHS pennant and it just didn't get aired. It, it is in some, air. it is in some, uh, what, what do they call those? Uh, where they, where the photos develop a black room, is that what it's called? <laughs> a boiler room or whatever. I, I can't remember room. what they're called, but yeah, where the, where the film develops, it's just hanging in the room somewhere. Just red Anywho, and, and uh, moving sweaty. on. We have one last game. Yes, um, Denver at Seattle Monday night. Another narrative game, Luke. Another narrative. You've got Bronco Nation. Let's ride. Let's ride. You got Big Russ. Broncos country. You got Mr. Unlimited on the Denver Broncos coming back to his home stadium in Seattle against Geno Smith. Okay, what do you got? I've got Denver. I think, the, like, this I think smells- Seattle is the worst team in the league. This right smells now. more like, uh, yeah, I buy that. This smells more like um, Flacco playing the Ravens than it smells like Baker playing the Browns. Like, I, it's not. It, it's only. It's only interesting because we draw that parallel. Uh, nothing else about the game is going to be interesting. Like, it's going to be a shit show in yeah. favor of the Broncos. 
Yep, I, I I agree. I think it's going to be damn near unwatchable at some point. I think the Seattle team's not good at all. And it's I think Monday night. Russ is very good. The Honestly, the only way that Monday night game, I mean, they're lucky it's week one because we're going to be so happy that we even have it. But the only way that Monday night game could actually be like a satisfying watch is if like Russ is getting cooked and like has to has to like win in the last seconds or loses. That'd be sweet. That would be so good if he I'd lost. That'd be, that. be so much I, fun. I'd be so into it. I would miss the pick happily. Be, I, Luke, I'm I just got to say, to lose, but the storyline—that's good TV. Do you want to mention the Luke and Aiden Bull? It's up to you. It's up to you. I think Notre Dame played Ohio State very formidably, and I'm very proud of the first half, especially. Uh, and I think a Brian Kelly Notre Dame team in any big game like that at the horseshoe would have been outcoached and outmanned uh, a lot faster and by a lot more yeah. on the scoreboard. I will say, um, you know, I thought it was a dirty shot on the sideline on JSN. Um, however, it wasn't the cleanest. It's not the best. Though your head seen. coach is currently 0-2, you know, which is as bad as it could possibly get for a new head coach. Um, though yeah, that's the that. case, I think that he's going to write this ship culture-wise and effort-wise, and I think he's a good coach. I think Brian Kelly is not a good coach, and I know that that strikes a chord and is stupid to say because he is literally the all-time winningest coach at Notre Dame. But, dude, I have watched this man just not be good at coaching on the sideline. Maybe behind the scenes he's killing it, but he doesn't do anything in games. Maybe he's a recruiter. I don't know, but how do you take how do you I can understand walking into Notre Dame and having the built in I can understand having the built in pipeline of recruiting at Notre Dame and playing a relatively easy schedule for a lot of them aside from you know, these high ticket games were just not happening for basically like our whole lives. You, you're you know like I mean? three and like twenty like something like in like my, the last like couple years well, or whatever. And in my like whole against li- big time matchups. In our whole lifetime Notre Dame would never think of scheduling a game like this. They would play who we wanted to play. And, and no, like, I think this is, this is competitive and that's what the dream is. That's what the goal is, especially if we're headed toward a 12 team playoff one day, which seems sooner rather than literally are. They already announced it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like 2026 or something. Right. That's what I mean. Like, especially if, and, and we are whatever. Yeah. Um, Good for I do want to say state fan. I, I predicted a blowout. It was not. I'm not going to sit here disappointed because here's the thing. If you've noticed anything, it's that Ohio's crowd in the in the horseshoe is quite often pretentious and lacking of energy. And it's because they have expectations that are very high, and when they're not met, they get pouty. And I think that's such a fucking shitty attitude to have at a college game. You should be there in a vacuum for the most out, outrageous and raucous environment possible you shouldn't be like well we were projected to win by 17 and cj stroud is a heisman candidate what is happening here no No, you should be rocking that stadium that's what i want how are you not excited to also i mean maybe this is just me being uh my snotty notre dame self but how are you not pumped to have such a big name organization in the house too for week one like that's a hell of a I matchup, was. is it not? No, I know, but like the crowd, like no. How but are the they thing not, is, like, I think our crowd is actually like loud compared to what we usually were, and they weren't even that good. Like Appalachian State had a better crowd when they were trying to beat North Carolina or whoever God the fuck. I love Appalachian State, dude. 
Like they they always um they always have a special place in my heart. When was that? Like fucking. By the 07? way, that was a crazy game. It was 15 years ago, Luke. Okay. So yes. Wow, look at that. Good call. Yeah, and it was the anniversary, and they played North uh, North Carolina, and they almost beat them. It was a crazy game over the weekend. So the much fun college ever. football, dude. We had on Thursday last week Penn State Purdue, which was a good game. We had. Michigan State versus somebody, and that one wasn't a good game. On Saturday, we had a bunch of good games. Sunday night, we had a really good one with LSU losing in the last second. And then on Monday, we had Clemson versus Georgia Tech. And if you recall, that was the ACC primetime Labor Day game. And the last time I remember a big-time matchup in that was Virginia Tech playing Ohio State and I think either 2014 or 2015. Um and it was the year after we won the national championship, so it had to have been 15. And it was the year that Braxton Miller was playing H-back and he hit that historic spin move. Na-na-na-na. Mm. Hey, and I remember hear... this because I had to go to bed after work because I was living in Germany I so I could bed. wake up at 2 a.m. to um, watch the game. Let me ask your opinion about your boy Pat McAfee signing the big deal to join game day. He'll do well. Yeah. He He'll seems, do well. I mean – Seems like this He's whole a show's lot been of an energy, audition. dude. I just mean like this show's been an audition to slot into something like that. Like, I'm I whatever. Regardless of how I feel about the dude's personality and stuff, like I can't hate on success. And I love uh, I love players uh, finding ways to live beyond, um, you know, just the sport. I think his personality is perfectly suited for the college football atmosphere because of the way he speaks and what he speaks about will resonate with college kids. On top of that, he's already appeared on college game day and I thought he was a lot of fun. I think he like jumped into a lake or some shit. Yeah. He's, he's in a suit. He's cut out for it. He's awesome. He does WWE. He's, he's an announcer for it. Like, he imagine, does everything now. Imagine him going to the. I, I could see him. I could see him easily. I'm not saying he will, but I could see that personality. This, even if that's not how he really is, the the character he plays, regardless of that, if that's how he is, um, on the Pat McAfee show, is a dude you can see partying after the game, at, like somewhere on campus. Yes, like, you know what I and mean. He was that and, guy. That's why I said what I said. That's cool. Man. I will say also that Kirk Curb Street needs to make more money. And he's probably already making a buku amount of Dolores, but he's literally dragging Lee Corso through these segments. Like it's sad. Lee Corso shouldn't be on air anymore. I mean, that's a tough. That's it. He's too old, and Kirk Herbstreit is having to carry him because it's sometimes um, inarticulable what's being said. I love Kirk Herbstreit, and I love Lee Corso. I I hope that uh, not so fast. If we're at the end of Corso's, give me the head. Did you see that? That's of course, of course. Uh, if we're at the end of Corso's career, then it was a it was one well spent. But I'm happy to watch him. It's like it's like it's like the old grandparent. You just you're just you're just glad to see him. Yeah, yeah, I know. But we should get him out because he's, you know, we should get him out and Desmond you know, Howard out. Oh, oh no, I know. It's just that I don't like him. It's sad and... though. It's like you shouldn't be having someone out there with all of these eyes on him when he isn't speaking so well anymore because he's going through stages of aging. Is that right? I haven't the been time watching. has happened. I've watched all of them and it's not good. It's sad. Copy that. All right. Well, we ended I on feel like fun I, he should have had his swan song a few years ago. I mean, swan. we've hit on picks. We've hit on the body positive body issue. Yeah. Um, Luke I and Aiden about it. 
We talked a little bit about the Luke and Aiden Bowl. Um, Ohio State won that, as they often do. Um, that said, got a lot of respect for Notre Dame, and I'll be wishing them the best. I will be rooting for them due to their coaching staff and because of you. Did I secretly used to root against Notre Dame? Because I love to see you just writhe in pain. Yeah, I have before. I've been known uh, to. It's all but right, uh, dude, I will truthfully be rooting for Notre Dame this season. Ohio State has has had a lot of villainous reputation about them, but the but this current th- th- these these guys don't seem that way. Like it doesn't seem nearly as um as uh I don't know the, the word I'm looking for. Like when I think of Ohio State and like Trestle and Urban Meyer, like this 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 organization this regime doesn't strike me as those guys. You know what I mean? Like I I feel Villain. as though. Yeah, it doesn't feel like as like I don't want to say like villainous or like um th- there's a lot of um you know, you said pretentious about the Ohio State crowd and stuff. There's a lot of uh, the Ohio State and there's a lot of like cringiness and like a lot of vitriol for for organizations like that. But I, I feel and same with Notre Dame, but I will also be at least watching the games for you. Uh I've always liked having Ohio State on cuz I know it affects you, dude. I know it affects your psyche. It affects me greatly. I would love to do psychological research on how sport affects the psyche of super fans and how it affects their mental health. Because I've always just been fascinated about how sport has been an integral aspect of human culture throughout like recorded history and how it has like played a ceremonial place. It has a ceremonial place in many societies. Um, it has a place within warrior culture. It has a place within so many things. And it's just always been so intriguing how doing things that used to be aspects of like surviving in battle are now turned into a game that we play and we, we ingest and we watch and how it can affect us so deeply. There's like, I don't know, so much to unpack with it. I, um, did that make any sense? Was, did I just like black out? You're Dan Campbell. No. Um, no, what what I'm saying is, I, I I agree with you. I think that there is something very. I I love being able to set my watch by it, but I don't think. I don't think. If the Vikings lose, it it's gonna ruin my week as much as it did when I was like a high schooler. I think uh, I think I've got enough grown up like problems and stuff. You know what I mean? Where I'm able to compartmentalize the. The heartbreak. The Ohio State losses do affect me. Like Notre Dame, Notre Dame winning makes me very, very happy, and it's a lot of dopamine. Notre Dame losing bums me out, but it's you know it's not the end of the world. The Vikings. But what if it's like a double doink situation? Vikings make Vikings win makes me fucking ecstatic. Vikings losing makes me very, very sad. But I'm just. you know by two by yeah, what am i gonna do like i got other stuff to there's worry less about. to worry about when you're a kid so yeah. that is high most school, of your life in high school and even in like i remember i remember like i mean i i still to this day love the vikings implicitly you know that but like my weeks like would be ruined like when the vikings took a loss like man like that's like that era um, i think nfl wise it doesn't affect me as much as it did, especially because the Bears have been consistently bad for a while. However, when the loss is like a certain way, like it's a heartbreaker, it certainly goes back and affects me like it did when I was younger. Because I'm like, fuck, man. Like, oh, or yeah. Like one crazy thing. I, if it's I wonder like if a- we had to face each other all the time, too. Like we had to we had to come into school five days a week with our friends who were fans of different teams and stuff. And like 
it mattered even more. Like the, the drama was I cannot was real. find someone to talk about football with in my job. And I work in the veterans services office and I can't, I literally can't find someone to talk I, about. I work from home, man. So like my football. I'm like, Hey Paul, did you catch that LSU game? And then he I, told a story about his son playing high school football. And I was like, so yeah, so they win 99 yards and then the field goal mm. got blocked. The extra I had point, my boy, you know? I had my boy Jake come over and I was like, come over and watch Notre Dame. And he was like, air conditioning. Nice. And like, you know, like, like he came over and was very kind to watch it. Um, and I was, and I was losing my mind. I was jumping up and down. Like I was like so pumped. To see I guess the heat well. wave there is bad. It's very hot, dude. It's very hot. Are you considering <laughs> um, leaving that, that state before it is no longer livable? No. I mean, if I okay. can, maybe rent will go down if it, if, if that would be true. Yeah. Luke, um, before we get out of here, I want to pose a question to you and see if you just have any just like gut reaction to it. What do I cook for the first weekend of, of NFL football? Because well, I made ribeyes last week. Here's what I'm here's what I'm having. My mom's coming to town uh, this weekend. Ugh. And my, my mom online at Walmart bought me a very nice like chili pot uh, uh, and shipped it to my home. Chili? And mom is making the classic the predating my birth NFL Sunday chili. Uh, and it, it is the most football treat I've ever had in my life. It makes everything would... okay. It makes everything okay. You think if she you went over any Sunday step by step? She'd give you the recipe for sure. She gives it to Taylor and, and stuff. She gave it to me and I, I made something close, but I just did not like it one bit. It's hard. You have um, to I'm get the right cook. ingredients, the right cooking materials mm-hmm. to make it truly authentic mm-hmm. and do everything well. It's because be... if I recall, hers is pretty Fucking greasy. Good. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, I think that's part of the part of the dankness. No, it makes it delicious. I love a good greasy chili. I I can't wait. Uh, so that's my that's my two cents. Maybe maybe a sub to go along with it. You know, I was thinking chili. Yeah, dude. What should I have? Okay, so I'm gonna make chili. I'll make it my way, which is very meaty, very beany, not that much tomato yeah. action. I'm a soupy boy. I'm a soupy chili boy. Okay, your her the way I recall it was hers was more soupy and greasy, which is delicious mm-hmm. in its own right. I like a good thick hearty chili. Not to say I don't love hers, but I'm just no, saying, no, because totally. I want to do hers. The the the, be, the meaty chili I think is more the norm. I'm the weirdo because I love like the the more of a a, a soupy brand. Hot cheese soup. Hot okay, cheese soup. Luke. Unfortunately, I came unprepared. Yeah, we wax poetic about chili. We've talked about a lot of things. It's a night pod. Things tend to get a little bit wacky in the night pods. Um, I love you. I love football. And I love our audience. For NFL Mayo, I've been Aiden. Uh, I've been Luke. I cannot wait to watch some fucking ball, dude. Some real ball that matters. All right, you heard it here uh, first, folks. He does not love me. Um, We will catch you next week. Bye, folks. Bye, guys. I love you so much, Aiden.